Hi everyone, this is Red Sox historian Gordon Eads welcoming you to The View from the Monster Seats, a historian's perspective. It's a podcast devoted to topics related to the history of one of America's enduring sports franchises. Batting fourth, one of the greatest clutch hitters of all time, entering the final season of his fabulous career, our beloved Big Poppy, designated hitter number 34, David Ortiz. This season's edition of the podcast will be dedicated to the final year of David Ortiz's remarkable career in a Red Sox uniform. We look at Ortiz, we know he's non-tendered. He hasn't been picked up after the first couple weeks. He's the, by far and away, the best player in the Dominican that year. He is a rock star and he has such a big heart. You will not be hearing from David himself, but from the many people whose lives have been impacted by or have impacted the man that Sox owners called the greatest clutch hitter the team has ever had. Swinging a high deep drive in the right field, that one scored to the right, Hunter on the move, racing back, it's over his head, it's gone, it's into the bullpen, this game is tied, this game is tied, David Ortiz, David Ortiz, David Ortiz! This week's segment features Sarah Narachi, Boston's Director of Community and Player Relations, who offers her perspective of David Ortiz off the field. Sarah Narachi is entering her 16th season with the Red Sox. She is the Director of Community and Player Relations for the ball club. Uh, a native of Connecticut, grew up in both Bethel and Litchfield. She has known David Ortiz from the time he started with yes, the Red Sox, correct. Sarah. Yes. Uh, and you've seen him in, in your role, you've seen him in probably a different light than those of us who have just seen him on the ball field uh, see him. Tell me a little bit about your impressions of David, some of your favorite experiences with him, and uh, uh, the big poppy that you know. Right, okay. So, like you said, I've known David for a very long time, and actually David and I were just discussing the other day how different um, he is now in terms of, you know, when he first came here, bringing him out into the community, wasn't a big deal. Um, people didn't know who he was. <laughs> bringing him imagine out, that, Sarah. <laughs> right, bringing him out in the community now is a whole nother ball game. Um, you know, it's he is a rock star and he's larger than life. Um, you know, as far as my, you know, impressions of him, you know, obviously, folks uh, know everything he's he's done for the ball club. I think of all the things he has done off the field. Um, he has such a big heart. And, you know, uh, fans don't really get to see that side of him very much, um, but um, he is so genuine and loving and wants to help everyone. Tell, tell me some of the ways uh, that that aspect of David has manifested itself uh, in some of the experiences uh, you've shared with him? You know, just seeing David with, you know, kids um, and sick kids, just the way he is with them. And I mean, it just completely brightens their day. Um, some of them are so starstruck, they don't know what to say or what to do. Um, you know, he'll, he'll walk up to a, a kid and 
the kid will just sit there with his mouth open and, and not know what to say, what to do. And David's just so great. Sometimes he'll pick the kid up or I'll give him a high five. And he's just so loving with them. Um, and he's always been that way. Um, but, you know, now it's just so different from when he first started because everybody knows who he is. When did, when did you see the big poppy persona develop? Was it there from the outset or, or was that something that evolved I mean, over I time? I think it was there from the, from the beginning, but I think it evolved more. Um, it was more, it was when he became more well known. He's just, like I said, he's this larger than life figure and people love him and he's just, you know, he's huggable. You want to hug him. <laughs> um, you know, just yesterday I saw him walk down the, down the field to take BP and some lady stopped him, asked him for an autograph, which he did. And hey, can we take a selfie, which he did. And he started to walk away and she screamed after him, hey, can I get a hug? And he turned around and he gave her a hug. Um, but I, so I think that, you know, he's always been that way, but I think it's also evolved quite a bit. Yeah. I mean, in your role, you pretty much line up some of his appearances in the community. Is that right? Correct. Yeah. If there's, you know, um, we take him out in the community, um, you know, a couple of years ago or last year, and, you know, I've been here so long, these years run together. Um, we did a um, school visit um, with some middle school students. It was a rewards type program. They didn't know who was coming, yeah. um, and um, you know David walked in, and it was just like pure joy. Yeah. Um, and he sat down, he did a Q and A with the kids, and then he jumped in the middle of this huge photo. And yeah. all you know, obviously, they all want a piece of him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we do things like that. Um, we Can also you imagine what it must be like? that your surprise guest right. in a middle school is David Ortiz. Right, and that was the thing. They all, you know, it was like he was hiding in the background and it was like, who do you guys think is here today? And they all said, or who do you want to be here today? And they all yelled David Ortiz. I said, oh my God, it would have been awful if it wasn't David. <laughs> poor, poor other player. Um, but yeah, so we, we bring, you know, him out in the community. We do a lot of... Um, stuff at the ballpark with meet and greets and, and sick sick kids, a lot of Make-A-Wish. Um, and we've done, I mean, I would say probably in all the years that David has been here, we've done probably close to, you know, 30 um, Make-A-Wishes with just David. Yeah. Do any do any stand out in your memory? You Sarah, know, there's there a, a story you there's, can share? There's a few that stand out. Um, you know, I remember um, it was actually down here, um, a young boy named Caleb um, was, um, he, he had cancer and he wanted to come to, he wasn't doing very well, so they wanted him to come to spring training and we, we introduced him to the whole team and he threw out the first pitch, but unfortunately David was at the World Baseball Classic wow. and that's who he wanted to see. Um, so we arranged for him to come back to the ballpark in, in Boston at Fenway when David was uh, available and he came out and he saw David and he met David and you know uh, unfortunately Caleb passed away um, you know a few weeks after that um, but just that lasting memory that you know he had and his family had um, you know seeing David with um, Jimmy Fun Kids um, I remember this one little girl was in the dugout she was the honorary bat girl and it was uh, during the telethon and she David sat down and she went and sat down next to him and he took off his batting gloves and he gave them to her but then he actually put them on her hands for her and they were huge and they were you know playing around and they were shaking their hands and they were having a good time so it's things like that you know those are the things I'm going to remember yeah. of David um, you know obviously I'll remember all he's done for the ball club but you know the 
just the the big persona in the community is what I'll yeah. remember. I mean, you have known him for so long, uh, and have had an opportunity uh, to get to know him personally and chat with him and all. What do you suppose is the source of that great empathy that he has for for people and that common touch? I mean, I think it, it's from. You know, I, I don't want to say for sure, but I just think it was the way he was raised and, you know, his the love he had with his mother. Um, and I think he was just, you know, brought up that way. And I think with him, you know, in the Dominican and seeing, um, you know, the unfortunate there and, you know, wanting to help, um, you know, I just, he just, like I said, from the beginning, he's had such a big heart. Um, and I think it was just the way he was brought up. Do you... Uh I know that David has announced this is going to be his last season on the field. Do you sense that David's involvement with this club is not going to end with that final at bat, wherever it might be? No, I don't think so at all. I mean, I do think he'll take some time off and yeah. some much well-deserved time off, but um, I don't I don't imagine that uh, we would ever move forward without David somehow being associated with this ball club, um, you know, and I think he wants that, and obviously I would hope that we would want that, and, um, you know, I, I do expect him to be involved yeah. at some point. It's probably an unfair question for you, Sarah, but you know, uh, a, a favorite topic of, of sports fans in Boston is, all right, who would you put on your Mount Rushmore of sports in Boston? Um, David Ortiz belong in that? Absolutely, absolutely. In my, in my opinion, in my uh, Mount Rushmore, I would put David up there. Um, you know, he's just the... He's the face of the ball club um, right now, and he has been for so long. And you know the the accolades on the field, but as well as off the field. I mean, uh, you know Roberto Clemente, Major League Baseball Roberto Clemente Award um, winner, and just all that he has done um, for the community, for the you know the hospitals in the area, for the kids. And um, I just think that yeah, he would definitely be on be on my Mount Rushmore. Finally. Uh we all know David has a sense of humor, can be a mischievous sense of humor, yes. can be a devilish sense of humor. <laughs> Anything come to mind um, either that, that you experienced with him or that you saw him interacting with someone that you know, was funny? You know, it's funny. I was actually just talking uh, about this with my husband who works for Neston and is the director of uh, Red Sox Baseball. And he actually told me a funny story about um, when they were on the plane to, I, I don't know where they were, he said he was sleeping, it was later at night, and he woke up to something a little wet on his face, and he smelled cologne, and um, he woke up and he, in time to hear David announce, now we can all go arrive as gentlemen, and he said he was, he was walking around the plane spraying cologne on everybody, so, um, you know, he's, he's, he's funny, he's, um, it's, you know, you see a lot of that, um, uh, but yeah, those, those things stick out in, in my mind. Yeah. Sarah Narachi, you've been great. Thank you so much for your time. Thank you.